Hey everybody, welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast. A conversation to help Catholic influencers like you and me to go deeper and further in influencing our world for Jesus. I'm your host, Father Rob Gallia. And I'm your co-host, Danny Sullivan. And today we look forward to talking to you about being a witness in school. Danny. Father Rob. It's such a hard thing to be a witness at school, at a time when you're impressionable, a time when you, it's all about peer pressure, all about fitting in, and also a time where we as often in Western culture are trained to keep our faith to ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I can share more recently. I didn't finish high school that long ago, but <laughs> it'd be good for you to share what it was like to do high school in the 70s. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't in the 70s. It was the 90s for mm. me, high school. Okay. <laughs> but um, it, it is, it's, well, I'm sure it mm. would have been difficult in the 70s, but also it's, I think it's harder and harder with pressures that keep going, with pressures that keep going, not only um, when you're at school, but pressures now when you're at home, when you're on social media. Media, and the pressure never stops. So it's all about keeping up appearances. So witnessing faith is something that is so hard today for young people. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in the past, you might have only had to kind of put on an act for the eight hours that you're at school. But now with social media, it's so much harder. That act has to kind of stay up. For social media, you only had to put on an act or hide maybe who you were for a certain number of hours every day. But now there's more pressure to kind of be who you want to be seen as for more time because you have to put this act up online as well. Absolutely. But also, apart from this being a threat, it's also an opportunity. Um, It can be uh, a door opening to sharing our faith and sharing what we believe in. Yeah, absolutely. So where before we had to speak about our faith, then now we can just show pictures or we can show photos of us practicing our faith in some way on some form. So I used to see, for example, with our stronger youth, um, some people used to, um, we used to set it up like a nightclub, you know, and there were people who used to go there and like a concert, less less a nightclub, more a concert. And they'd go in and they'd take photos and they wouldn't say anything, but um, people would ask, what concert was that? And then they'd say like, hey, stronger youth went to a youth group and things like that. So it can be an opportunity also to share our faith. But what we want to do today is to talk a little bit, just give maybe some practical tips on ways in which those particularly in high school, and this can be taken for work as well, this can be taken anywhere. But the person we're interviewing today is a high schooler, someone who is going to um, talk a little bit about how she uh, managed to share her faith. She's an extraordinary girl. She has Mm -hmm. incredible faith and incredible courage. And not everyone, not everyone has the courage that we, that that she would have. But uh, I'm going to give some practical tips on how we can share our faith. I know for myself, Father Rob, I wasn't a very vocal sharer of my faith, maybe, as I could have been. You know, if I went back to high school now, I have more confidence and I would be, you know, much more willing to share my faith. But as a year eight student, I was 12 or 13. I didn't want to share my faith. It wasn't cool. I went to a Catholic school, but there weren't that many other Catholics in my class. So it was a minority. It wasn't something that, you know, was attractive to do to share your faith because it was kind of something that was looked down upon. Yeah. And I remember one time, oh, this is an embarrassing story, but we'll go with it anyway. There was a really cute boy that I really liked and he asked me in front of the whole class, do you go to mass every Sunday? And in that split second, I was like, okay, if I say no, I have to lie for the next four years. But if I say yes, he's not going to like me. 
But thankfully in that moment I said yes and he never liked. Oh, <laughs> oh poor, poor girl. Yeah, it was, it was tragic. I'm still recovering um, 10 years on. Oh, but uh, <laughs> since then, since then, anyway, you've moved on, I'm sure. Oh, not she has, she's looking at me like, don't you know I haven't yeah, moved on? Yeah, I carry this burden with me. No, I've I moved st- on. I forget his name. <laughs> but you have him written all over your diary. That's good. But uh, yeah, uh, anyway, um, let's get down to the practical <laughs> points of sharing, uh, sharing faith. So I want to talk about four things, which I actually looked up on the internet, but uh, I found them really useful for the, for, for the sake of for copyright. It is taken from fervor.net, F-E-R-V-R.net. So if you want to look these up, we might even put the link on the podcast page. Um, but the first thing that this um, this that struck me was using our talents. Okay, and uh, yeah, I, I go to a prison, for example. I, I, at least I used to be a chaplain in a prison, in a juvenile prison. And uh, as the Catholic schools here, also the governments, um, uh, also government institutions like prisons and whatever, they're funded by the government. Okay, so this is why Danny earlier on said that she was a minority. Americans in America, it's not really understood because you're ninety to a hundred percent Catholic in a Catholic school but because our schools are um, funded by the government sometimes you have up to 50 percent who um, and even 60 percent who are not catholic in in the schools so um, when we work in a government institution you're not allowed to talk about your faith you're not allowed to vocally speak about you're not allowed to evangelize so what i used to do was i used to take my guitar in and just used to sing songs which happened to be about jesus but not necessarily mention jesus name and once people ask, and then you can speak about this. So the first thing I think is also using our talents and trying to instill a bit of, um, whether it's music, science or whatever, to, to bring our faith into, into what we do. And some of the footballers do this, you know, like they're playing their football and then they make the sign of the cross at the end. They don't stand on corners preaching, but somehow there's that instilling of the faith um, and proclamation of the faith um, and giving glory to God. God. Which brings me to the second point as well, is not to hide your devotion. Not to hide that you go, like you mentioned, not to hide the fact that you go to Mass on a Sunday. Even if a boy doesn't like you for it? Uh, yeah, that's your decision. <laughs> but I would say, yes, even if a boy doesn't like Because okay, it's okay. ultimately, it's about you being at peace with yourself. Mm. Okay, if it's a big part of your life, don't hide the fact that you, are, um, that, that you practice your faith. And a good, great example is like, we're recording this a, a week or so after um, Ash Wednesday day. And so that's an awesome time as well of people proclaiming their devotion. I follow Mark Wahlberg, for example, uh, uh, and Mario, um, what's his surname? Uh, the one from the Save by the, by the no, Bell. Yeah, anyway, he also um, did the, the ashes and walked through the streets and t- took selfies and, and is not afraid to hide his devotion. But we can do that as well in our faith, in our school. Again, not easy, not being ashamed of the fact that we went to Mass on Sunday. What's the third thing, Father Rob? So the th- <laughs> <laughs> this is not, you've got the list in front of okay. you. So I'm just- yeah, so the third thing here is to act like Jesus. I think that's the, the 
ultimate. You see, nothing makes sense if you're not going to act like Jesus, if you're not going to treat others with dignity, if you're not going to care for others, if you're not going to ultimately point to people to love personified, point people to, to Jesus through the way we act, the way we forgive one another, the way we are kind to one another, with the way we reach out to the poor, to those who are suffering. And uh, this is one, I think, one of the most powerful ways that we can witness that people look at us and say, hey, I want that. I want that peace. I want that joy. I want to be selfless. But well, that also comes with persecution, I'm sure. Yeah, it's never going to be easy to be like Jesus. And in high school, there can, you know, unfortunately, there's bullying, there's stereotypes, there's all kinds of cliques. And if you, you know, are trying to act like Jesus, you have to love those, even if they're not nice to you. Yeah. And it's more difficult, I suppose, if you're spending, what, 12 hours a day, I don't know, every day or eight hours a day, every day with the same people. It's so easy to be the hypocrite. Hey, you go to mass on Sunday, you pray your rosary, you, you're a Christian, but and then you do this. We, and the thing is, it's not about being perfect, but it's about being able to fall, okay, but getting back up and serving people again. So even not to be discouraged when we feel like a hypocrite. Mm. So and then the, the fourth thing, which is something that we kind of mentioned, we talked about devotion, not hiding our scriptures, not hiding the fact that we um, listen to Christian music, listen to Father Rob's music, for example. Oh, do you play music? Yes, I played oh. music once. But <laughs> it's also about being honest uh, about your weekends, where you spent your weekends, you know, about saying that you went to mass on a weekend, that you, um, and someone asks you, what did you do this weekend? Uh, the usual and it's yeah just being courageous enough to say actually no I went to mass I went to a youth group I went to this why not you know and then take that as an opportunity to uh, invite people hey I'm going next weekend again do you want to join me or to to a youth group but it's not easy any of these points are not easy But at the end of the day, this is our command, wherever we are. You're never too young, never too old to evangelize, never too old to point, and never too young to point people to Jesus. So now we're going to hear that interview that we've had with this high school student who is courageously sharing her faith. So I'm here today with Caroline. Caroline is a year 11 student from Sydney who also is an incredible witness to the Catholic faith. So Caroline, do you just want to introduce yourself a little bit to us? Uh, yeah, so hi, I'm Caroline. I'm 16. I'm in year 11, as Danny said. Um, I'm currently studying at an all-girls school and I do physics, math, advanced English, visual arts, music, photography and studies of religion. Um, I have three younger siblings. I have a sister who is 14 years old, a brother who's 13, and a little sister who is four. That would be so cute to grow up with a little four-year-old just running around the house. I imagine she's pretty spoiled. She is. (laughs) That's awesome. You mentioned that you're doing a lot of subjects there. That was a really diverse range, like from the advanced English and mathematics and then to like the more creative subjects. Why did you choose those? Do you have anything, like any plan in mind or are you just doing what you enjoy? No, I don't really have any ideas yet for the future but I'm pretty open since I enjoy a few 
different things. So good that you're, you know, able to pick subjects that you're interested in and then also can open new windows. Who knows where you'll be um, at the end of next year going into the big wide world of past high school. Who knows? (laughs) So we're interviewing you today, Caroline, because you're an incredible and courageous young woman who's sharing her faith, particularly in your high school. Do you think it's important that you have to share your faith in high school? I think for me, it's not really a matter of it being important, but it's really just something that comes naturally for me. I guess if there's something that you really love, it is something that makes you feel so much love and hope about something. What else can you do but share it? That's so true. That's awesome. Is it something that you've always done? Just it's been quite easy for you to always, you know, share your faith with those that you're sharing a classroom with or those that you hang around with? From what I remember, so I've grown up in a Catholic family all my life. My first outing after I was born was to church. So it's kind of surrounded me all my life. But within the past, year or so, year and a half, I've been presented with so many opportunities to kind of own my faith, going to different youth conventions, youth events, festivals, and youth groups. And I think just experiencing those firsthand and being able to really own it for myself and not really something that I've just grown up with or something that was passed on. That's so awesome that you've had those opportunities to, you know, experience your faith and have an encounter with Jesus. And then, you know, that's transformed from what I'm hearing your faith. And now it's something you're able to own yourself. Have the people that are close to you noticed that transformation? I think because I've been so open about it, my family and my parents and my siblings are kind of open about it to me as well more open because I'm more open if that makes sense so if I go to my mom saying oh I'm really stressed at the moment with school she would be like oh yeah pray about it because she knows that I've experienced that kind of encounter and that I can do that or consider it. That's really beautiful that you've got that support at home, you know, where you're spending a lot of your time and your parents. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, you're really fostering that relationship that you've encountered with Jesus. Do you find that your schoolmates and in school also support it? It is such a different environment, especially when it comes to my friendship group. So I don't have many friends who are practicing Catholic. I guess everything I say is something unknown to them. Unlike if I were to share it with my parents who have gone through similar things before. Mm, Absolutely. And, you know, with a small portion of your friends being practicing Catholics there, you know, I'm sure there's more that are not practicing Catholics. What are some ways that you find it's easy to share your faith with them? I don't know. I really just try to be myself and, Myself is in the person who just really loves God and to really be honest with them and be transparent in what I believe. Just having everyday conversations, I guess, talking about, hey, what did you do to on the weekend? And I would say, hey, I actually, uh, I went to church. Um, or, yeah, on Friday night, I went to youth group. Nothing really extravagant. I think it's just being able to show the genuine love that you have for something. And you mentioned there, like, you know, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but, you know, the things that you said that it's the way that you live your life, that just tells me, like, you know, you are being authentic. You're not trying to change yourself to fit in with school or home or youth group or church. Like, if you love something and that's going to shine through all your conversations and just by being authentic, which is really beautiful. Have you 
I'm just curious. Um, I didn't finish high school that long ago. And I know that even though I went to a, a Catholic high school, it wasn't always easy to talk about my faith or share it. Sometimes there was a bit of, I don't know, maybe judgment or maybe just perceived judgment on my behalf. But do you ever find it difficult to share your faith? Like, do you think sometimes it might be easier if you don't? Or are you pretty happy to talk about it no matter the setting? I think I've got to that level now where I'm pretty comfortable with it. But I do remember throughout a lot of period of time last year where I was very hesitant. I felt like I was very alone in what I was feeling and with that love that I was feeling. And it was frustrating sometimes just looking at the world around me that seemed so far from what I believe. So, yeah, it was, it is hard sometimes. And even now I'm not expecting to keep this up. I'm not expecting to feel this way for forever because I know I've experienced that sometimes it'll be easy and sometimes it'll be hard. Still learning about that and still learning how to trust and realize what I can do. Yeah, that's awesome. And I really love what you said there that you don't expect to feel this way forever. And I think that's really important for everyone to remember that faith, it, you know, it fluctuates how we feel. But if we know yeah, the truth, definitely does. yeah, but you know, the truth is that Jesus loves you and he's called, you know, you to a relationship with him. And that's unchangeable. That's never going to change, even if you don't feel it, even if other times of the year you feel on fire and you want to share it with everyone. It's really beautiful that you have that understanding that you're not always going to feel the exact same way but you know you know that truth that foundation is always there that that's unchangeable that's unmoving and that's really beautiful that you recognize that um you mentioned that you know sometimes you did feel alone particularly last year what are some of the things you did to overcome that feeling of you know loneliness or uncertainty I did try a few different things it was quite a difficult time but I really something that really helped me was sharing what I thought and what I was feeling with other people. I think something that really helped me in those times was writing down what I was feeling and kind of writing it in a letter or a prayer setting because I I was struggling to even um, pray sometimes. So I would, for example, just get out a piece of paper or write and write what I felt and then just sign it at the end um, with um, Amen. (laughs) That kind of reminded me that God is still there despite what I felt. That's really beautiful that, you know, you you took what you knew you could do. So you took that journaling and turned that into a prayer. And, you know, that's a really great practical way of reminding yourself, you know, what's important and, you know, just talking about your feelings and thoughts as well. I think that's really important in sharing that with those that you trust and those that are closest to you. So I guess to finish off, what advice would you have, Caroline, for other high school students who want to share their faith but might not know exactly how to start? I think, first of all, I would say that you're not alone. Um, There's such a big world out there of so many young people who actually love God a lot and even though you may feel like it in your school or at home, no one is, no one feels the way that you do. You're definitely not alone. Secondly, I feel like you don't have to be extravagant when tra- sharing your faith with others. I think the most important thing is just showing the genuine love you have for God. It, if that's through 
just normal conversations, as I said, or being enthusiastic about special church holidays like Easter coming up or Lent, getting involved in masses, liturgies, like social justice groups or things like that. Just doing some little subtle things that eventually, because they lead to people knowing that you have that love and it's opening up that opportunity to make people know that they can come to you whenever, if they ever want to learn or if they ever want to experience something that you have to trust in you and that you can provide them hope. Not not necessarily about showing up or drawing attention to yourself, but just being genuine. It is really powerful and it's, we, it's so simple. Like We can just say, Lord, I love you. I want others to know your love, so please be with me and be with them and help me, give me the strength to show other people of your love. That's awesome advice. Thank you so much that Caroline. Thank you so much for your time today. I know that just after this short conversation that you and I have had, I feel so encouraged in my own faith and our listeners will as well. So we ask them to pray for you and pray for, you know, all, all young people around the world who are, you know, in this transition period between, you know, the faith that maybe their parents, you know, um, raised them in into the faith that they can own and make their own. So thank you so much for your time, Caroline. Um, and we will definitely be praying for you. No, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Catholic Influences podcast today. It's been a joy to have you with us. Remember to get in touch at fidministry.com forward slash podcast or any of our social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram with FIG Ministry. See you next week. Bye.